0: Broadway Sword Podcast, the hockey podcast that talks about Buffalo Sabers and New York Rangers hockey, hosted by John Scuzzo. Welcome back to another episode of the Broadway Sword Podcast. I'm your host, John Scuza, and today we're going to talk about how the Rangers had a nice bounce back week with a five game, you know, slate in the last week and the, you know, 500, but bounce back also for the Buffalo Sabres as well. And we'll kind of dive into how both teams have both, both teams have six wins on the season so far. So we're going to start with the Rangers. You know, last week with the Rangers, I was kind of tough on them because they didn't look good. They were losing games that should have been won. You lost to San Jose in overtime where you looked horrible in overtime. You lost to the Columbus Blue Jackets in embarrassing fashion on your home ice 5-1. And, you know, you look to hopefully turn it around, especially with some better teams coming up on the schedule, specifically the defending Stanley Cup champions, the Colorado Avalanche, and they did. They looked a lot better. Early on, they looked kind of sloppy out there, you know some misplays and, you know, Igor Shosturkin was on his game though. And this game, like watching from start to finish was like a playoff game. It was a very, very strong game. It was a very fun to watch. Very nerve wracking. I felt like I was watching, you know, a Stanley cup finals game, like, you know, like it could have been last year, but The Avs did get the best of the Rangers in a shootout 3-2. Alexander Georgiev gets his revenge against the Rangers. This was his first game back in the Garden and the first game against the Rangers since being traded away in the offseason to the Colorado Avalanche. Good for him. I always liked Alexander Georgiev when he was a Ranger. He was supposed to be the heir to Hendrik Lundqvist until Shostakov came around and I always thought he was going to need to go elsewhere to get a starting job. And I'm very happy for him that he has flourished into a nice starting goaltender for a team that is probably going to be, you know, if the Rangers make it to the cup final in the next couple of years, that's the team you're probably going to have to beat. And that's a really good team. And the the game was very well matched between the two teams. So the Rangers fall in 3-2 to... Colorado Avalanche, and then the next night they traveled to take on the rival Islanders and lost 3-0. This one, they got goalied. It's when, what that means is they the goalie just stood on their head, even though their team was getting outplayed, and the Rangers lost. They lost 3-0 in this game. Ilya Sorokin, the Islanders' goaltender, is a very good goaltender. He is the other great Russian uh goalie in the league and they're both in new york and him and shesterkin everybody you know you read on social media and stuff and there's banter between oh Sorokin's better no shesterkin's better you know being a rangers fan i think shesterkin's better i mean he's already got the personal accolade of winning a vesna he's already gone deeper in the playoffs but that's you know that's a biased opinion coming from a rangers fan but i can appreciate a good goaltender in Ilya sorokin and he's kind of going to be the backbone To the Islanders and their success, if they want to go anywhere this year, and I'll talk about another great goalie that's going to probably be the backbone for another team that's got very suspect look to them, and he'll take that team's going to go as far as they take as he will take them. So, but Ilya Sorokin gets the shutout against the Rangers on home ice. Rangers, you know, continue their losing streak that was started, you know, last week. And it was it was tough to watch. Yaroslav Halak has not looked good in net for the Rangers. He's given up very soft chances. And it exposes the Rangers' problems sometimes playing defense in front of their goaltender because you go from one extreme with Igor Shesterkin defending Vezna Winner, who's a fantastic goalie and is on most nights, to a goalie that's, you know, He's a fringe guy, he's a backup, you know it's like you go from one extreme to the other and so but that was a chalk up and then they they flew to Dallas and took on Dallas on Saturday and they won 6 three and it was a back and forth game. it was you know one one, two, two, three three. And then all of a sudden the Rangers got goals from unfamiliar characters that you normally don't see on the score sheet for them and Julian Gaudier, Zach Jones with his first NHL uh, goal. And Vincent Trocheck, who, you know, yeah, he's a he's, he should be a familiar character that you see on the Rangers score sheet night in and night out. But they exploded for three goals to win 6-3 against Dallas in two minutes in the third period. And th- again, this was another game that a lot of Ranger fans, this, including myself, we were getting scared because they're going to take on Jake Ottinger, who got hurt in that game, actually. So, But Jake Ottinger is another goalie that is going to carry Dallas as far as Dallas can go but he's not the goal I'm referring to that I talked about a little bit early earlier that Dallas team is still good and I think they'll still make the playoffs because it's the weakest central and I think they can find a way to get into the playoffs but alas the Rangers won 6-3 played really well congratulations to Zach Jones on his first career NHL goal he I've been waiting for him to finally get a shot. And he looks like he's finally getting his shot along with another young defenseman on the Rangers with Brendan Smith on that bottom pair. And they're starting to click. You know, early on, they didn't look good and they were kind of the sore spot, but they're kids. You got to let them develop. You got to let them play together and you got to let them develop because if you don't, you're going to ruin their development and then you're going to trade them out somewhere else. And then they're going to develop in a proper team on a a team that's going to let them develop and they're going to explode to what their potential was going to be. So good to him. And then the Rangers uh, travel to Arizona to take on the Arizona Coyotes in Mullet Arena, which is their. The Coyotes are currently sharing with the Arizona State Sun Devils for the season as they look for a more permanent home. And. Rangers squeak out a three-two win. There was some couple bad defensive plays. Ryan Lingren fumbled the puck right in front of Igor Shosturkin in their own zone, and Nick Bustad just came in and just put it home, and that that put Arizona up two-one. Thank God the Rangers came back, scored, and then scored another ga- another goal to get the three-two win in regulation and walk out of Arizona with a win. A couple Ranger fans, were, or no, I'm sorry, a couple Rangers players were talking about the conditions of the arena they say the ice was really good but everything else was blah and this is going to be an ongoing story with the nhl all year is it's a sore spot the arizona coyotes are playing out of a college arena and the locker room situation and the warm-ups and the it's not truly up to an nhl code and nhl arena code so it's it's tough there was guys talking about the locker rooms and the you know the workout areas and stuff like that and just not very good things to say about the arena itself besides the ice so now the goalie that i wanted to talk about that is going to take probably i would in my eyes a weaker team they're off to a good start but they're off to a good start because of him carter hart and the philadelphia flyers last night the rangers won 1-0 in overtime against the Philadelphia Flyers in a goaltender battle between Igor Shesterkin and Carter Hart. Carter Hart has finally returned into form into what he was supposed to be. He got messed up a little bit. He got injuries and Elaine Vignon didn't probably use him properly and he got burnt out and a lot of people were like, oh god, this, you know, there goes, there goes a goalie's career. Well, they found he revitalized his career with Tortorella. Now, mind you, he's still a very young goaltender. So, you know, I'm not saying he's like, uh, you know, tw- a 29, 30-year-old goalie that's just now re- refining his game. kid's still in his mid-late mid, 20s. And he looked really good. The Rangers should have won the game in regulation. They hit the post four times in the game. And, but, but. Uh, Carter Hart made the saves he needed to make for the Rangers, or for the I'm sorry, jeez, Carter Hart. Yeah, Uh, he made the saves he needed to for the Flyers in this game. And but Chris Kreider put home a beautiful overtime winner from a feed from Mika Sabanajev in the, the dying you know in, in late in overtime and he he missed he missed a a, go, a golden opportunity earlier in the game and hit the post on a breakaway but this time he didn't miss he deked hard out of his out of his crease and put it home and the rangers win and now they are on a three guy three game winning streak right now as they roll into you know now now the schedule peels back a little bit but they got they got a tough-ish opponent and You know, a team that we're going to talk about in a little bit about what the Sabres did to them. That's another iffy team. But, so, some notes about the Rangers. The power play is starting to come back. They scored two power play goals against Dallas and a power play goal against Arizona. The power play had been struggling through that losing streak. And now it's starting to finally come back. You know, I have keep saying that they need to change it up a little bit, change the way they do it. It's starting to become predictable. And you know, you can't just keep facilitating to the same guy. You got to change it up a little bit to score. So, and Igor's having a he bounced back. Early on, I was kind of not trashing him, but just kind of disappointed he was off to a slow start. He's himself again. He's just putting up great numbers. He currently does not have a regulation loss for the rangers he has played eight games and he is six oh and two for the rangers so for the rangers their upcoming schedule thursday will take on the boston bruins at home that will be the reverse retro night where they will wear their new reverse retro lady liberties and debut them on the ice and then on side so- and then on sunday they will be taking on the detroit red wings a team that i'm going to talk more about when i talk about the sabers in a minute that is very surprising in the wrong way. So now on to the Sabres. Sabres had a iffy, iffy – uh, not a good start to the week and then a good, a really good end of the week. So they end their road trip with a 5-1 loss to Seattle. Seattle's a, a young team, and you can't take them truly lightly. And, you know, the, the Sabres were doing really well on that West Coast trip. And, you know, like, like I always say, I always – I never – never uh completely dog a left or what you know the 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 opposite coast uh travels because it's a different time change and it's very grueling because you're playing so many games in a short amount of time so I never really you know get on teams like about that especially if they have a bad weekend or a bad week or a bad couple of nights out on the opposite coast then they returned home and lost. To the Montreal Canadiens 3 2. It was a frustrating game for Sabres fans because it's like, it seemed like they were outplaying Montreal and they just, the puck was just not bouncing their way. Then they turned it around. When it went in overtime against Chicago and Tage Thompson, who I'm going to talk about again, who will, he, he's starting to come into his own and really starting to show why they signed him to that. Nice long extension, like yeah. That nice long extension. He started in this game with two goals and one assist, and he was, you know, great start. Great start. The next, the next game on Halloween night, he was like, you know what? I put up two goals. How about I put up a little more? And how about I chip in a little bit more with the scoring? He had six points against the the Detroit Red Wings in an 8-3 win for the Sabres. He had as many goals personally as the Red Wings did as a team. Six points he has tied for the most points on Halloween night by a single player. That's astonishing. The guy was... I got to watch most of the game. The guy was all over the ice, contributing on the power play, contributing five on five. He just was a madman, and he really has woken up. He really woke up his season in two games. He recorded nine points. He has twelve points on the season. Who is tied with uh, teammate Rasmus Dowling for the team lead with twelve points, but he scored nine points in two games. That's four and a half points a game. That's a really big explosion. Hopefully, he can, can you know keep it consistently going. But that's a good way to show remind Saber fans why you got signed to that big you know seven point one or seven point one average annual value deal for the next seven eight years. That's you need to remind these the Saber fans because they'll get down and out, especially with some past contracts and past you know managements that have signed guys for long term deals and bad deals and they don't pan out. So this is a really good way to remind Saber fans hey they signed me to this amount of money and for this term for a reason. I'm here. I'm here. For, I'm staying for the, the future. I'm going to contribute this team and I'm going to help them get them to the playoffs eventually, whatever that may be. That could be this year. It could be next year, whatever, two years, whatever down the line. So that is good to see that Tate Thompson is starting to come into his own for the Sabres. So, but the Sabres, they, you know they're, Again, like I said, started out bad to, uh, to start out the week, not so good, and then change it around. And now they got a nice tough matchup tonight, where they will debut their reverse retros, which is the goat head with their current uh, color scheme, against the Pittsburgh Penguins. That should be an interesting game to watch. It'll be it'll be on TNT tonight, and it will be interesting to see how the Sabers fan or how the Sabers team reacts to a Pittsburgh team that started out hot, but now is starting to cool down can a young Sabres team jump on top of these guys and make a claim because Pittsburgh has been so really good for the last decade plus so and then on Friday they will travel to Carolina and then the the following night they will be in Tampa Bay to take on the Lightning for the rest of the week that is it for this episode of the podcast please let please i want to grow the listenership to this podcast so please let your fr- family fr- your family and friends know about this podcast i would really would love to grow more viewership and try to expand this podcast as much as i can